We are back. What are we diving into today? We are talking company versus personal brand. Yeah, company versus business. Really what that looks like is building out a company beyond yourself versus being a solopreneur or a sole proprietor, which has you selling your services, your gifts, your products, you at the forefront of your brand. And what we were talking about or what we're, what we are going to be talking about is our vision to build a company for femme and the big vision that we've been working towards to create that. And also what that looks like, what that has looked like for us on our journey, some of the, you know, I would say victories and also some of the complications. And then also why, you know, why build a company versus building a personal brand or taking that like solopreneur journey? Yeah, just what I was going to dive into there, the why behind it, the why behind it for us is because of our desire for wild amounts of freedom to be the most free in our business, to be the most free in our lives and to have the lasting impact, to have the impact that lives beyond us, that has the impact that reaches hundreds of thousands of millions of people. And it's not tied to just us, just our message, our voice, our teachings. Yeah. So to give you an example of a personal brand or building something that's really reliant on you I mean, I'll use myself as an example, but when, when I die, when, when my life, when my service is over here on planet earth, my personal brand also dies, right? I can't show up anymore. I can't go live anymore. I can't run programs anymore. My voice is no longer. Therefore, my personal brand ends with me, right? I mean, we see this all the time with stars, with healers, with gurus, people carry on their legacy. People still quote them and talk about their teachings, but they aren't forging a path beyond where they've forged, right? Their leadership ends when they end. And so for me, my vision for for us, for our partnership and for our impact is that we build a company that lives beyond us and actually grows beyond us, right? That continues to thrive, impact, expand without us. And I'm excited to be having this conversation here with you guys today because I can imagine some of you guys are like, what does that even look like? What does that mean? Because I felt this in the beginning when Robin shared, like, you know, she's like, this is the vision and to live beyond us and not be, you know, attached to us and not take, you know, us showing up every single day, every moment leading all the things. I was like, but this business is us. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, I really didn't get it. Yeah. It was kind of cute actually. Cause I would be like, Oh, this big vision. And Jack would be like, but I was like, I was like, uh-huh. great. Because I could feel your energy. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Here for it. Don't get it. <laughs> so like, I, kept, I kept being like, yes. What do you mean? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. This is like one of those really great moments where you trust the vision and the how is just like no freaking clue what that chick is talking about, but we're just going <laughs> to run with it. And so here's the thing. Over the last five years since we really started working together as business partners, this has been the vision. And so I remember sitting on our living room floor, my living room floor, with this vision, with this vision of creating a company, having no idea what that meant, having no idea what was going to have to happen or what we were going to have to do or who we were going to have to be in order to make that happen. But I knew 
what I wanted it to look like. And I knew what I wanted to create long term. And every single step and decision that we've made along the way has been in support of that big vision, right? And I think it's so interesting, especially in the coaching industry. It's all about more on top of more on top of more on top of more. And so are we, right? But more on top of more inside the femme world is not necessarily more hours, more clients, more money, more like it's not the physical sense of more. Okay. The sense of more in the femme world is more truth, more freedom, more choice, more vulnerability, more feeling, more emotion, more connection, more sisterhood, more of the life, more of the experience of, of being alive. Right. 1000%. And even as you were saying in the beginning, like it's not necessarily like the more hours, the more, and I was like, it's actually like less. not that at all. It's, yeah. it's, it's truly less. And this is why we've pivoted so much in our, in our business this year, in our business model, in how we're serving our clients, in the type of programs that we're running in the, you know, a lot of those longer term containers that we have. It's, it's, it's a different level of, of service. It's, it's giving you more, giving you more without us taking on more. Yes. And what this has allowed us to do, what this has, what this has opened up for us is freedom, is more space. You know, when you said about creating earlier, when you said about like the creation that comes that freedom to create when you want to create, I feel like that's what we're both experiencing this year as well. Like the desire to create more, not from a place of, well, we gotta. Yeah. But from the desire to. So it's like more desire. More, again, more desire, more truth, more, all this type of more. Yes. I, I think this is what would be a great exercise for all of you, actually. Like, what does more mean to you? And my husband and I had a really meaningful conversation about this when I was in Costa Rica, because the, actually the idea of the material and f- like physical expansion of things in our world really freaks him out. It really doesn't align with him at all. And so we actually had this conversation about what expansion means to me, what more on top of more means to me. And I think that this would be a really great reflection for you because what can happen often as we're building these businesses is that we start seeking more of the results. We start seeking more of the likes, the check marks, the clients, the payments. And truthfully, if you are seeking the more that is not in alignment with your heart, then it's not going to ever fulfill you. And in fact, it will become really disruptive in your life. It will become almost destructive if you seek the wrong type of more in your life. So this is a really important definition for you to have. This is the energy. Like for me, it's it's a lot of leading, like again, in more trust. Yeah. More trust, more truth. So this is all more internal, more internal expansion, internal work, internal growth. Exactly. Totally. So this is where the idea of the company really turned me on and got me excited. Even as a little itty bitty baby entrepreneur, this idea of freedom has always driven me equally met by my desire to have a huge impact, right? And I know, and this may align with you, this conversation may be here for a reason for you today, but if you know that the impact that you desire to have is bigger for you, then you will never get to where you desire to go in terms of your leadership on your own, right? Being a solopreneur or building a personal brand that is reliant and reflective of you as an individual can only create so much unless you are willing to trade time for money. And this is what I'm talking about in the coaching industry. What we see right now as our the example of the leaders who are defining the industry and setting these really big, you know, milestones and income 
brackets and these big Facebook groups and followings is that they are often trading time directly for money. And there is a time, you know, that, that, that needs to happen. There is a time when trading your time for money is going to get you the clients and build you the experience and help you get referrals and build community and create relationships with your clients. And something that I wanted to talk to you guys about is this bridge. Okay. If you know that you have a big vision, if you know that you desire to build a company with employees, with merchandise, with collaborators, with all these multi facets and different dimensions within the impact that you have, it's incredible to hold that vision. Okay. Who you are today is what you have to give today. So you may not have a company yet. You may not have the ability to hire employees today. All you have is you and we've been there and we've built this seven figure brand and had all this impact as us to bridge the gap to get where we desire to go. So we often have this conversation with each other, right? Where we're like, okay, we know where we want to get to. We know the shift that we want to make. And there's a difference. This conversation is is really high level. So let me know if you have questions because this could be confusing. But there's a difference between being lazy in your business and not showing up to do the work to get you where you desire to go. There's a difference between that energy and the energy of, you know what? I know where I'm going and this is what I'm willing to do to get there. Okay. One of them is devotion and commitment to the vision. Another one is actually really playing small and staying the same. Yeah. And the staying small, playing the same, like it can also be this form of self-sabotage too, right? Like I have this big vision and I have this big dream, but I'm not actually willing to show up for it. And, and, And again, it's not up here. It's not like consciously you're like, and I'm not willing to show up for it, but Oftentimes I see people bringing in like their human design as an excuse, their like desire to lead in feminine energy. Well, we have these ideas and we, instead of like going after the thing that we want, instead of aligning to the things that we want, we have all these stories, these reasons why we can't. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, one thing that we see people do a lot is like they find something that works in their business, brings in a lot of money, works on social media, gets a lot of likes, builds their following. And so you keep doing the thing that's working. You keep doing the thing that's bringing in the money or bringing in the clients. And you do that while you're sacrificing the bigger vision. You're doing what's working but it's holding you back from actually getting where you want to go. So this is a really intricate dance that you're going to start doing in your business at some point. If you also desire to build a company like we do, if you're also desiring to build something beyond yourself, then there's going to be this point in time where you actually have to begin to let go, where you have to surrender that control, where you have to realize that taking one-to-one clients and and filling your schedule with the same type of people and the same type of work over and over and over again, month after month, year after year, is actually preventing you from realizing the type of growth that you're really desiring to have. Because, you know, what we've experienced in the femme world is that the more we continue to trade time for money or the more we continue to do things the same way, we continue to get the same results. And what happens in that is that a lot of the big projects and the big ideas and the big desires that we have for our company are sacrificed. 
that's exactly what happened to us leading into this year, right? We're like, okay, when we were on that plane, when we had the idea to launch the rebellion and the way that we launched the rebellion last October, this is where we really planted the seed of leading differently in 2022. And I've had a lot of questions, you know, I've, I've just... Um, led to integration calls inside the rebellion for fem power principles and just led a mastermind call inside there. And so we have 60 some women, I think there's like 66 women in that space right now. And they asked me, they're like, okay, like, tell us about this, like shift for you guys. Tell us about like what it looks like to not take on one-to-one clients in the capacity that you had before. And I'll tell you what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> The other question that came up was like, but why? Like that was working for you guys. Like, look at, like, look at the success you've had. Look at the like seven figure business. Look at the clients, your clients results. Like, and I was like, yes, that's, that's worked. And it's working for us because we were activated by that in the last two years. That's exactly how we wanted to be serving in the last two years. And as we grew in our vision, as we had these big ideas coming in for 2022, we knew that we wanted to create space. We knew like, oh, these are the vision, the ideas of a company. And we want to grow a company. So we have to create space to actually play with that vision, to show up and do the things that are required to bring that vision to life. I just had a realization. Oh, a live realization. A Ten. live realization. These usually get us into deep trouble. <laughs> oh my God. Usually she's like, where are we going? What is she going to spit it on the internet? We had our first, January was a six figure month and we had our first six figure month without any one-to-one clients. Whoa. Whoa. That's big. So we changed our business model January 1st, 2022. And we just, we just had our first six figure months without any one to one clients. That's huge. Oh, baby. And gosh, all of a sudden now I'm excited for other things that are going to come this year. And so I might give you a few more sneak peeks here, but I also had this conversation inside a recent mastermind call too about. Three years ago, when did we dismantle Girl Tribe? Like three years ago? Three years ago, we dismantled a business that was really built on things that didn't feel good. That was built on funnels. And somebody commented, they're like, oh yeah, I hate funnels too. And I was like, but actually, here's the thing. I was like, now the idea of having funnels, having women come into a course like Femme Power Principles, that is like our, you know, one of our signature courses. That's the course that I think every single woman in the world should be taking, you know, I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm excited to bring some systems like that, some automation back into our business this year. And so just when you said that, I'm like, Oh gosh, imagine this, the first six figure month from automation like that now gets to excite me again, because I know the level of service that happens inside that course, whether we're there serving it live or not. So here's a really great example of building your vision. And remember I was talking earlier about bridging that gap between where you are and where you want to go last year at this time, the idea of having a six figure month without one-to-one clients was like, not possible, (laughs) not possible because our whole business was built on copywriting and content creation for me, for my clients, one-to-one calls for both of us all day, every day. And a year ago, just to like throw this out there to a year ago, I remember saying either to you or in a live or somewhere, I was like, I will always have one-to-one clients. Like I was like, I love serving one-to-one clients. I wanted to start every single day with a one-to-one call. So last year that really served me. Yes, it did. It felt good. This year things changed. Yes. So Here's the thing, okay? If you are aligned with our vision of creating a company rather than trading your time for money as a 
solopreneur, entrepreneur, where everything in your business relies on you, there are some steps that you can take that will really support you in the transition. Now, a couple things to note, every time that we've made a big shift in our business, we have been fully prepared and devoted to the divine in letting our income drop. Okay. We have said it out loud, like, you know, universe, this is a transition. And like, we are, you know, we're here for it. We understand that as we shift in our business and how we lead that the income and the money coming in, it may change. So if you're changing your business model, be prepared. Don't be naive. Don't get fucking mad at yourself or frustrated when the money coming in also doesn't match the way that you used to do it. Understand that there could be a transition period. Mm, I think that's so, so important too, because it's like you're teaching people a new way of you. You're teaching people a new way to buy from you. You're leading differently. And so it's going to look differently. It might take people a hot Hot second to like, to, to see what's going on in your world. Yeah. And we, we talk about this all the time. We are constantly teaching our clients new ways of buying from us, right? New ways of, of making decisions because the way that you sell in your business is creating a habit for your sole client. They will wait to see the announcement. They will wait to see the branding. They will wait to hear you pop on a live and share the details. They will wait till pre-sale is over. They will wait, like they will follow your lead. So you are creating these neurological pathways in your soul clients behaviors that teaches them how to buy from you. And when you change your business model, not only are you changing things, but your clients, your audience are also having to learn how to respond to you differently. And that can often create a time lag, right? Between what you're doing and what they're digesting what they're taking in, what they're seeing, they have to learn to trust you again and they have to learn the new way, right? So if you're ever going to make a change in your business model, be prepared for that. Mm. This is one of the principles inside Fem Power Principles is holding the energy without that attachment to the result, to the timeline of it happening to that, that outcome. Because it's like, oh, I, I'm running my business in a new way. Can you imagine if by January 12th, we were like, well, done this month looks like it's going to be a record-breaking low month record-breaking low oh my gosh literally last tuesday you guys will fill you in here on some behind the scenes combo last tuesday jack and i were driving to get all styled up for our branding photo shoot and we were in the car and jack was driving and she was like what the fuck is going on with you right now and i was like i just had this overwhelming feeling like and i need to ask you this question but what happens if our, our, our sales revenue for January was really low. And right. you know, we have six employees, you guys, we pay people full-time wages. All right. And so I was like, what's going to happen if this is where our sales are at for the month? And Jack was like, we just, we don't get paid. And immediately my energy was like, I, I mean, so many things happen in that moment. First of all, can you be okay with that? Can you find peace with the fact that you may not get paid this month? And and, well, and this is a game that we often play with ourselves too, right? It's like, what's like the worst that would happen? Like yeah, that was the, the thing. It wasn't this like, well, we won't get paid and we were okay with that. We we're like, no, we desire to get paid. But what is the worst thing that would possibly happen? The worst thing that would happen at that point was like that we didn't get paid. Does that feel good? No, not as two women who said like, who actually feel the first three weeks of this month, we're like, we feel more in our power than we ever ever. Have, have ever felt before. We've been showing up to serve in ways that we've never served before. So would it feel good to not get paid the first month of the year? No. 
No, but here's the thing also. I mean, this is such a huge combo, but honestly, the thing is when you know that you've been showing up in your power, when you know that you are like in your life's work and living on purpose and showing up in that level of power to serve your clients, that is when you don't question yourself, right? That is when you don't question the universe. It's actually when you feel like you're playing small or when you feel like you could have done more or could I, like, did I give that course my all? Did I show up for that? Was I distracted? Was I letting my partner influence my behaviors? Like who was I, right? That's when we start to question whether we're going to get paid. That's when we start to question whether the universe is going to show up for us. Well, and then that was the second part of that conversation on that drive, right? Like that first question that came in for you, like, so what happens? And I was like, then we wouldn't get paid. And the second part was like, and I don't believe that that's actually the truth of what's going to happen. There's a week left in this month. And because of who we are, because of how we've been showing up, because of the, the standards that we hold for ourselves, because of our level of unwavering trust, everything gets to shift as mm-hmm. well. And it did. And it did. In the last week, we brought in over 100K in income. And you know what? It would have been okay if it didn't. But this is the most important thing is that you take yourself to the depths of the reality. You take yourself to the depths of what's possible. And what's possible isn't always your ideal scenario, truthfully, right? What's possible for you is this full spectrum of the human experience, the, the full realm of the quantum. It could be anything. And when you are in your power and you can hold yourself in that level of openness to the unknown, that is when you don't, it's not even that you don't fear it. It's that you can be still, you can find peace in the fear of it. Well, and one thing that I want to share as well, that we like, what did we not do in this last week? Freak out. Didn't freak out and also didn't go grasping for things didn't go grasping for clients didn't say well well, hey guess what we know how to make 100k by booking one-to-one clients like Mm -hmm. we could have easily put out a one-to-one offer last week and have sold spots yeah like no doubt about it but we choose our alignment to our bigger vision over that that quick hit which which kind of feels like that quick hit you know that adrenaline that that adrenaline Totally. And and we get addicted to that pattern, by the way. We get addicted to the yeses. We get addicted to the money. We get addicted to that instantaneous satisfaction of making money or booking the client or getting the hundred likes. But this is exactly, exactly what I was talking about earlier when we were talking about bridging that gap versus doing the same thing over and over and over and over again in your business that's going to create the same results, Right. I love that you said that. Could we have gone out and booked 10 one-to-one clients? Yes, we could have, but we held our power. We stayed in trust. We surrendered the outcome and we continued to show up in our power. We continued to hold the vision. Now for me, I will say that I had to talk through these things a lot. I have peers that I talked through them with. I talked through them with Jack. I talked through them with my partner. Like I have to communicate these fears out loud so that they don't get stuck and stagnant in my body and pull me out of alignment. So find a way that works for you to get clear on the reality and to become at peace with it, to find like a level of okay with it, if that makes sense. I mean, I, I'm going to expand on this because I think this is really important because I think it's easy to, to tell ourselves. And I see this with clients so much because I, I teach and I lead and this is like the, the whole power of things like, you know, my Voxer coaching space is that 
people are like, okay, but I get it up here, right? So I get that I can just like hold the energy or I get that I'm just supposed to trust, but my body is telling me something different, but I'm feeling something different inside. I'm, I'm freaking out inside or there's, you know what I mean? There's something going on. Like yeah. just because I get it up here doesn't mean that that's actually like the truth of what I feel. So having, having support, having coaches, having mentors, having a partner, whoever it is that you can, can dive into this work with your journal, whatever that space is for you. It's, it's so important to not just like bypass these feelings that come up. Yeah. Because that, that's the evolution right? That's the growth. Now, next month, whenever those kinds of fears repeat themselves for you, you have a way to to deal with it, right? The more you get comfortable with being in situations, the more comfortable that situation becomes, the less scary it gets, the less it throws you out of alignment, the less um, emotional waves you'll go through, whatever it is, right? So yeah, So company. Okay. So shifting from personal brand to company is going to require you to show up differently. It's going to require different types of offers. I mean, we uh, literally have three offers. I mean, you know, inside femme, we've got the rebellion. I've got my branding mastermind. Jax has her energetic mastermind. There are things that pop up here and there, but that's where our real focus is. So the thing about creating a company outside of a personal brand is that you have to stop trading time for money. If you desire your company to have products or offers that are scalable. Okay. And anything that is scalable in your business is anything that you're not trading time for money for. So it could be an evergreen course and an evergreen course is a course that people can buy overnight while you're sleeping. They can buy it whenever they want. It's a self-study and they just go buy it. Something automated like, um, a nurture sequence or a funnel that leads to one of your products that people can buy without you doing this, right? Without you giving your direct energy in exchange for the money. And remember, come back to the bridge here, right? Come back to the bridge here. Does it mean that you're like, okay, well, if I want to have this big scalable business and course, like that, I need to just stop taking one-to-one clients right now. Like, like we, like, you know what we did, but it might be that question. (laughs) Don't recommend it. It might be the question of like, okay, if I have five one-to-one clients right now, what does that look like in my schedule? What kind of space does that create for me? What does that look like if I have 10 clients? So it means like, okay, if you're, if taking on the 10 clients is there, solely just because that's what's going to boost your income this month so that you can share it on social media or whatever that is. Okay. But then is that actually giving you the space and the time to scale in the way that you desire to scale? So this is where you find that sweet spot. And we we had clients even ask us towards the end of last year, like, what's your ideal capacity for one-to-one? And at that point, I think we were like, actually four. Like once yeah. we kind of were feeling the shift, we were like, four. we went to like four. Four is like our max. And we were, it was two to one. So it was like, you know what I mean? Like between two of us, because we wanted to start shifting our energy in other places. And finding that sweet spot, I think is like a really great way of saying it, Jack, is like, what is going to be the amount of money coming in that is going to make me feel supported while I move through this shift? You know, when we rebranded from Girl Tribe to Femme, it was a huge rebrand. Huge. I had a th- like three-month-old baby. You were in full toddler mom mode. And we we did allow our income to go down to basically zero while we rebranded and stripped our business of every program, every, everything. 
everything changed. And I wouldn't recommend that unless you are really prepared for it. I mean, we had a multiple six figure business and unless you're really prepared for that type of change, it can be uh, too much. So instead, can you take your business, can you walk your business through incremental changes that are going to bridge the gap from where you are to get you, you know, where you desire to go? So if, if your goal is eventually to have only automated courses and to not take one-to-one clients, then you know what that might look like throughout 2022 is starting to take fewer and fewer one-to-one clients to open up a mastermind where you can serve multiple people at once rather than serving one-to-one clients like hour after hour after hour. How many people can you serve in one hour instead, right? So you can start to look at the way that you're serving people and adjust that based on the amount of hours that you have available or that you actually want to be exchanging time for money. And that's the energy you're putting out there, right? Is you're taking action. You're taking action towards the thing you you desire. You're, You're moving towards the vision that you have for yourself, for your business, for your life. Exactly. That in itself, that small shift in itself is going to show the universe, show your clients that there is change on the horizon, right? So it's, it doesn't always have to be these giant rebrands or these like big business model adjustments or changes. They can be micro. They can be within yourself. It could even be setting boundaries inside your business. Like I don't go on social media on the weekends or I'm not on social media before 9 a.m. or after 3 p.m. Like you can really start to set boundaries even within your business that start to make that shift internally for yourself. Yeah. And then the last thing to transition from personal brand to company is hiring, starting to find support, starting to bring on team members. I mean, a really great way to do this that can be financially viable is bringing on a a business partner. It's not an employee, but a partner. You could find interns who are design, like need to get design hours or design experience. So bringing an intern into your business is a really affordable way to experiment. We had interns in the beginning. And I think it's also just like, I feel like so often, like we talk about, like we have a full team and we have people that are like full time working with us, but we didn't start that way. Like it started off with like someone for five hours a week or 10 hours a month. And it was like, it was like, okay, like these are the pieces that really feel like they drain our energy. So bringing someone to fill that role first, you know, like it, it kept like our team kept growing with us. Yeah. And honestly, I don't recommend hiring full-time team or having a full-time team until you're really ready to take on that leadership role because it's, it's a whole other layer and level of leadership to be responsible for someone else's growth and someone else's income and someone else's strengths and weaknesses and energy and, 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 right? So I actually highly recommend starting out with three hours, 10 hours a week, like slowly bringing people onto your team to support you, to free up your time and to create that freedom for yourself and get that support so that you can start scaling things so that you can start automating and growing your business in different ways, but start incrementally before you get to the stage where you have this like full-time staff, because I mean, this would be another conversation for another day, but managing a team is a big responsibility as a leader and it's not to be taken lightly either. I mean, it was and continues to be a big deal for us. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Love you. Femme, the company versus 
Robin and Jack, the personal brands, take a look at your vision for yourself. Take a look at what your, you know, we're getting into like big vision work here. So five years, 10 years, this has been our vision since we got started five years ago. And, and the transition is like now, you know, really starting to take place, but really knowing where you desire to go in your own leadership role as an entrepreneur, that is what's going to help you get there. So get super clear inside the rebellion actually, which is our 12 month container. At the beginning of January, I ran a three day vision course and the vision course walked you through wealth. So your money vision, power, your leadership and your personal power vision, and then pleasure and, and getting to enjoy it all and building a life within your business and a business within your life that all bring pleasure to the forefront and help you create that vision for yourself. So inside the rebellion, obviously you get access to that course. Um, you can dive in right away. And also inside the rebellion, you get 12 months of this work together of, all of our courses, the wealth, power, and pleasure embodiment. You'll learn the fem way so that you can begin to be a leader who leads with wealth, power, and pleasure at the forefront. Love you guys so much.